Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We're one of the PJ's cast. I'm your host, Pierce. Alongside of my good pals, uh, Jimmy and Dylan. Um, originally, we were not going to do anything else today. We were just going to do the... Uh, interview with ian mendez which is out by the way you can give that a listen but uh right now it's silly season so um like there's just anything can happen and uh we just saw that by mark andre fleury getting traded to chicago and uh in a vacuum, nothing except for mikhail hackerinen which they're but chicago is still like vegas is taking the contract but he's still playing in yeah i'm gonna read that let me read this this is from ben pope let me read this off Okay, let me get to Ben's account. This is, I've never seen this. I'm pretty sure I've never seen this before. <laughs> McCrimmon says they took Hacker Reinen just to take the contract off Blackhawks' hands, but that Hacker Reinen will still play for Rockford or Indy next year. <laughs> I don't understand that. I don't get why they just didn't put future considerations, but whatever. So, in a vacuum, I guess it makes sense. Like, from Chicago's perspective, they wanted to upgrade goalie. I think we've known about this rumor for a few weeks now that mm-hmm. the Blackhawks have been interested in Marc-Andre Fleury. So they get him. And Vegas, yeah, you basically get nothing. You're taking on, what, $750,000 of cap, but you're also clearing up the $7 million for Marc-Andre Fleury. Mm-hmm. But then you go more big picture. Holy crap, this trade, man. Holy. It's fascinating, isn't it? It's it's definitely fascinating. Vegas literally just wanted to get that contract off their hands, so they handed it to the Blackhawks. They even did them a favor to help them clear up the contract space with Hacker Ryan. Like they just wanted to get that off their hands. They didn't care. They were we do that not care. desperate. Which is amazing because it's Marc Andre Fleury off the Vezina season. We talked about this. He just had a Vezina year. And they gave him up for nothing. Like I, I don't I don't understand how they didn't get anything from any team. I know that – I look at it like the old Chicago teams. Patrick Sharp, for example. What was he paid, like six mil, five mil around then, and they needed to get that contract off their hands. But they got something back for it. I know it was – they took on cap themselves, but, like, they got something back for it. Flurry just had a Vezina season, and they got nothing for him. They did the, the team – the other team a favor to get him off their hands. Don't understand it. And I know that he may retire. I understand that. We'll get into that. But um, I want to just ask the question right away. If Mark andre Fleury plays for the Chicago Blackhawks, is this a playoff team? Oh, man. No, like, but it's pretty damn close. We got to see what they do tomorrow. That's true. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Dylan. 
they they can't do anything tomorrow uh, until Flurry says he's playing or he's not. They really can't do anything. That's true. Unless it's involving trading salary, which like I'm sorry with the way Arizona's going, you should try to at least flip Cal- uh, Brett Conley over there because you need salary at this point. If you're gonna have seven mil locked in the Flurry this year, which I'm assuming because he's I'm assuming he's gonna play. You gotta um, shed some salary because not only do you have extensions to lock up, they said they don't want to go deep into their LTIR. On top of that, you still need at least another left-handed defenseman in my eyes if you want to be good. And Jake McCabe, Jake McCabe, Mike Riley are the two that come to mind, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I know this sounds know, ridiculous. Man. Call me crazy, but like, um, if you don't sign Jake McCabe, and it just sounds so crazy, if you don't sign Jake McCabe or a guy like him, you're not making the playoffs. You know you who just, you. <laughs> You know who he also has really good chemistry with in the World Juniors? Who? Seth Jones. Honestly, like I think he'd be a perfect pairing with him. I really do. I do, because it's like you have Seth Jones, who you know he's a little shaky defensively. Jake McCabe is like probably the closest thing this team would see since Nicholas Jalmerson. Like no disrespect to Connor Murphy, but no, no, not at all. But I just think McCabe plays more of that. He's more so defensive minded, and he doesn't really bring any offense. Murphy's better two way, I'd say, but McCabe is more of a more purely defensive, and you need that with Seth Jones. You need that guy to balance out Seth Jones, unless you're putting Murphy left side. There's no reason to do that. Exactly. They literally cannot afford to even do that. Honestly, they need that right side needs to be Jones Murphy. Exactly. Oh, Stillman. I don't know. On the right side, I don't be. Who do they have on the right side? That's a good question. Regula maybe comes up. I don't know. Mitchell. Like Mitchell. Murphy, but it Mitchell. sounds like they really want to put Mitchell and Bodin in the AHL next year. So yeah. they, oh, they really do? Okay. Maybe they put Kalanuk on his offside. I don't that's what I mean, I, I wouldn't. On the athletic article, and they're doing projections. What if they put? Uh, they just put Killy, Nick, and Jones in the same line and just say, fuck it? I've been preaching that since we even were in rumors for Jones. He's the best skater on the team. Just complete chaos. Just offense. Nothing but offense. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um, let me go to the Hawks. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Yeah, because uh, like Jimmy, you said, I wanted you were talking before the podcast about how this is uh, uh, reminiscent of something right else. Now. Yeah, yeah. Like last year, we saw them trade uh, mm-hmm. Schmidt and Stastny for basically nothing. Then they go and sign for Trangelo, mm-hmm. and then this year they trade Mark Andre Fleury, and I'd imagine they're probably going to go big name hunting potentially Jack Eichel. I don't know, but. Uh, it just, from a business standpoint, like, I love what they're doing, but they can't keep doing this. Like, Marc-Andre no, Fleury, no. the owner loves, yeah. the, the owner, Bill Foley, loves Marc-Andre Fleury, and the fact that they he found out through Twitter is just awful. No one should ever have to find out a trade, especially a person like Marc-Andre Fleury. And we're not going to get into any of this, but you just see what we've been seeing over the past week, like someone like Logan Mayu getting like all the chances, same with Tony D'Angelo. Why can't we give, like, why is someone like Marc-Andre Fleury, who's probably the most loved person in the sport by all account, like everything you hear about him. He's a great human being, a great, a hall of fame goaltender. Why is he getting treated like that? I want to, I want to read this uh, tweet from Pete Blackburn, Marc-Andre Fleury, first overall pick wins the cup. Branded as a massive playoff choke artist, backs up in another two cup runs, deemed expendable, gets second life in Vegas, becomes playoff monster, loses job, gets job back again, wins Vesna, playoff monster again, traded for literally nothing. 
Bingo. Bingo. And it's not only that he was traded for nothing, it's how he was traded. We've yeah. talked last year there was a huge discourse about Vegas when they traded Nate Schmidt to get Alex Petrangelo. Or in order to sign him later, which as we know. So so back then we talked about how Vegas they're very business minded. They're very Which I appreciate. I wish top. more teams were like this, but at the same time, this is there's a way this is not how you get free agents, I'll tell you that exactly. much. Yeah, there's a way to do it and there's a way not to do it, right? And if I'm a free agent right now, if I'm going to Vegas, you better damn well give me a no move clause because I'm not exactly. fucking dealing with this shit. Because exactly. Flurry had one, he still got moved to a team he didn't want to get moved to. So, Wait, really? He didn't want to go to Chicago? I don't sure, think he, he was not on the no trade list, but I, he wanted to stay Never in Vegas. Well, yeah. Mm. More specifically, that he didn't want to get traded whatsoever, yeah. And it's just really we saw, way. he found out through Twitter. He found out through Twitter, and it wouldn't be a big deal. Well, it's a big deal. It wouldn't be an even bigger deal if they hadn't done this shit before. No, they like are, Alan Walsh said it perfectly, like... The, or like he said it perfectly every time. Like the, the, Flurry has been disrespected by this organization for the last eighteen or twenty four months. I'd say oh, it's absolutely. honestly ridiculous. Like yeah. we joked about it before, he, but like he's not wrong. Like people seem That's to forget wrong. that this dude started like seventy games. I'm pretty sure for them two years ago because they didn't have a backup goalie because their backup goalie was Malcolm Subban and Flurry needed to be literally drained out, and that's the year they lost in the first round because he did that for the team because he needed to. Okay, it's just. Oh, it's just this entire Allen Walsh. Like, it's ridiculous, dude. Thing, like, man. it's ridiculous <laughs> that this player who is just so well respected around the league gets disrespected on so many occasions. And like, I honestly hope that when Stan Bowman eventually gets in contact with Mark Andre Fleury, he just tells him straight up. He says, "Listen, we are obviously trying to win a Stanley Cup this year. You are going to be the one of the main pieces of that. But if things go south, we will make sure to get you to a spot you are comfortable with going." Because you, st- Bowman's at least shown he could do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if, yeah. if it doesn't work uh, out here, I credit. almost guarantee there's going to be some kind of flip to the Pittsburgh deadline. But yeah. And like I, the one thing I I want to say r- real quick because I've been seeing it way too much, and uh, this just tells me how many people either one are under the age of eighteen or two don't even know what a family situation is like. If Mark Andre <laughs> Fleury doesn't want to uproot his family in Vegas to move to Chicago, he is entirely in his right on that. I don't exactly. give a shit what anyone says. Moving three kids to an entirely different state, entirely different school systems—that shit is a lot. That shit takes time to figure out. Like. Your team winning your little trophy is not as important. Life because of family jobs. My dad had to travel a whole year one time before we could even move because we couldn't find the right school districts and stuff for, like, everything. Like, this shit matters. That's why, like, someone was like, oh, well, he, so he won't uproot his family to go to Chicago, but he'll uproot it to go to Pittsburgh. That's bullshit. I'm like, he literally stayed over a decade in Pittsburgh. He knows that city. He was there for almost 15 years. Any effing city. I would – Almost guarantee he'd be comfortable going back to Pittsburgh. And clearly he doesn't want to leave Vegas because of what he set up there. And he is in yeah. every right of his own to say be like that. And Especially people who say he's he not, even you know. literally not we're looking at this strictly from a business standpoint. And I'm sorry, this is not one of those cases. And anyone who says Flurry retiring with that much on like he's an idiot for retiring with that much money on the table, he's already made generational wealth. I doubt this is something he's concerned with. He has won everything at every level. No, 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 like, dude. He's Anybody... literally Every decision he wants at this point. And people that think he, he can't, you're fucking stupid. 
No, right I'm up. sorry. Anybody, anybody who thinks God, that 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 grinded my gear so much today when people were like, "It's so stupid that he doesn't want to move his family for one year." I'm like, "Does that not sound stupid to you?" Oh yeah, we're no. gonna move our kids to Chicago for one year and then move them back to Vegas. All because I was traded because you know without That's any communication whatsoever. It, and I, I'm sorry to keep going on this, but like I don't care what people say. The last 18 months definitely affect what anyone's decisions are gonna be made on family. People don't know what it was like to be in the bubble for two months without family. People don't know what it's like to be on the road during a pandemic where you could barely see your family. Like, no, you're nailing this, man. Shit no, matters. That's perfect. I promise you. Perfect. No, I'm glad you went on about that. It's literally look at we traded Duncan Keith because of that. Because of and people just want to bat in the and, the and people will say I've already heard this is a defense. So like, oh well, that's Canada. It's different because of the uh, border differences. I'm like, it's really not having to do a four hour flight every like other day to go see your family is ridiculous. That's taxing. It's taxing. It doesn't deserve it's that. Just down. It, yeah, it's just not. It's not comfortable. And I'm sorry, moving your family for one year and then moving them back is even more ridiculous. I don't care what anyone says. Mark Andre Fleury has every right to just think this through. And he gets like, and anyone that says it's bullshit if he takes till like mid August, September, it's his fucking right. And if you don't like it, Dude, don't seriously. blame him. Blame Stan Bowman for locking that cat in if he doesn't want to make a decision. But my personal opinion, I like the move. Fleury can take as much time as he needs to decide. And if he's a hawk come October, that's awesome. Yeah, honestly, the more we've talked about it, like the more I've line up with the opinion that it, it, it he didn't even like I, I hope that it I hope that if he comes here it's because he genuinely wants to be here mm-hmm. and it actually works out I don't want but him to be forced to play here like I don't let him make his decision honestly like the more I think about it and, and Schmitty I think what you just said there kind of like capped it off for me is that I don't I, I really don't see any reason why he should come here I, I honestly, I'm sorry. I don't think he should come here. I want him to, but like you said, like th- that I forgot about. Like that is very, very true, and people need to keep that in mind. The bubble and re- remembering, or and being reminded in the bubble how important family is, and being able to even just see them at all. Like my dad was supposed to. We considered moving states because of for you know for job reasons. And not only did he not go there, but he's like, he's like 20 feet behind me in his office. He, he stayed here to be able to spend time with us, to be able to be with us. That shit's important, man. It's very important. And he, not every player gets to have their family where they play. Not every player gets to do that. And he got to do that in Vegas. He made a home there. This team loves him. Of course they love him. He's one of the best teammates anybody could have. And yet, and yet, no, he gets tossed to Chicago for literally nothing. Like Vegas literally does a favor to get him out of there without communicating it, without even talking with him about it. They just tossed him into the water like a fish they just caught. Doesn't matter. And I'm sorry if you va- if you really are so desperate to ha- to want him on your little hockey team. And you and you just and you just completely and I mean if you really do I'm not talking about if you're just messing around and you're joking whatever you know we all bullshit on Twitter and whatever if you genuinely think that him going to Chicago and winning a cup is more important than being around his family and his family situation 
fuck off. I'm, I I don't know what else to tell you. It's it disgusting. We've been saying I, I don't want to be past... dramatic about it, but it's very serious. It's very serious. People We've need been... to take that into account. We've been saying this the past few podcasts. There's especially right now. There's so <clears> many other bigger things than hockey right now hockey should be so far down the list of you could not criticize the nhl for completely ignoring you cannot criticize the nhl for completely ignoring the human element the way they have the last week and a half and then go and do this shit i'm sorry just be human for a fucking second that's all i'm asking sorry pierce go on i'm sorry i hate to bring this up if i'm mark andre fleury do you want to go to that organization with what they're facing right now for one year move your family there for one year i don't think that's worth it i I don't. I want to be optimistic. I really hope Flurry comes to Chicago. I think he'd be a great teammate in the locker room, a great mentor to Kevin Lankin, and and could definitely help us make the playoffs. But again, some big things are bigger than hockey. Is it worth for him to move his family one year to Chicago for a team that might not even make the playoffs? That's not even that might good. Make like playoffs. Won, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's won everything that there is to win. What's the point of? You're settled in Vegas. At the very least, if you get traded to Pittsburgh, you were there for almost 15 years. I don't know. I just don't see why he would want to come to Chicago. And yeah, I said this on Twitter. Part of me wants to. Part of me wants him to come here and succeed and help this team make the playoffs. But then there's another half of me seeing all these comments of saying, oh, it's bullshit if Flurry doesn't come here. No. I would love no. him to fuck over this franchise by not saying he doesn't want to come here and piss everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dude, honestly. And, like, anyone who even says he's fucking over the franchise, all he's doing oh, is ensuring no. that Malcolm Subban's the backup no. next year. Like, no. I'm at the end sorry. of the day, that'll just be like, okay, cool. It's just. Like, and I don't care what anyone says. It's like, oh, well, there'll be no goalies available in free agency. I'm sorry. This is one of the easiest leagues to acquire goalies. Like, at least backup goalies. It's a goalie carousel. Look at all the UFAs like, this and year. If he retires, it's not even against the freaking cap. Like, it, no. I, and you gave I up don't see how Blackhawk fans can even be mad at this trade. But people are still finding ways to get mad. Like, if he plays, we got a great goalie. If he doesn't. Back to the drawing board. We, it's we, we, we gave up nothing. We get ago. $7 million free in cap space. I, really, just the only thing is, is timing. Like, I I don't, I never want to rush a decision, but if you're the Blackhawks, you have to at least ask. Like, okay, you have to at least get in contact with them. Though. Yeah. Like, like, you don't have to tell them to make a decision by tomorrow, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, in a, in a perfect world, yeah. would tell you tonight, like, oh, yeah, I'm either going to play with you or not. But this is a very serious decision. He could take as much time as he needs. Man. It's as just. Much, as much as I like, would love to see uh, those beautiful Marc-Andre Fleury red Chicago pads, I, I hope he stays in Vegas. Here's the thing, too. There's another thing people have brought into account, too. We don't know 100% if Taves is going to be ready night one. So if oh, he's on IR to start the season. And same with everyone else in LTIR, you can dip into some of that LTIR room, get that one defenseman maybe you're looking for, while Flurry's still like making his decision. If he doesn't make his decision, that cap space will come back. You can take Taves off, and if he does, then you have to make your moves. But like they have to make moves anyway. So, you know, I yeah, this isn't a this isn't a situation where the Blackhawks can lose unless they literally wait till September and don't make a single move past today. That would include signing RFAs. Like, they, they're fine. They're fine right now. Let Flurry yeah. take his time. 
It's not like you guys were going to sign fucking Gabriel Landeskog tomorrow with that 7 mil. <laughs> like, yeah. No, you're, you're, I just, like, they were going to get after like, the Seth Jones trade. I can live with this one, honestly. Like, it's not no, gonna, dude, it's, it, worth it's a gamble, nothing move. No it's happens. a nothing move, yeah. especially since we don't have a first round pick. Like, y- you got to oh. at least do something to try to be good. And you just got the Vezina Trophy winner for free this year. Exactly. And, like, most metrics showed that he was carrying that Vegas team at times. So that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Right, because better defensive system. I think I saw his, his, I think I saw his save percentage is 928. If that even dips down to a 915, that's still incredible. We that's need that. Thinking, <laughs> that's yeah. what I was thinking earlier today. I was like, even if it's like a 912, like, that's fine. That's literally what we need anyway. Just league average. And he had, a, and he had a 198 goals against average. If that d- drops down half to, like, 250, that's still good. We need that kind of goaltending. Still good. Yeah, no, he's, he's exactly what this team needs. But if he doesn't want to... On and off if, the ice. If he can't come over and be that, if he can't, that's fine. That's that's Dude, a little lower. We literally have these two beacons of hope in net too. Like Blanket and Flurry are just like the literal like nicest personalities in the sport. And now Seriously. We tandem. And they both got chips on their shoulders, which I like. Oh, it's great to have that. I feel like with goalies, especially, I love goalies with. And that. like. Crawford had that for sure. Oh, definitely, dude. And yeah, I gotta think like so there's nice. part of Flurry right now that's thinking. Okay, you're going to give me up for nothing? I'll take some time to think about this and, like, get my family sorted out, but I'm going to come back and just fucking prove you guys wrong next year. I and he's the kind to... of goalie you can do that. I'm going to I'm gonna play good. I'm going to go play at the Olympics. I'm going to win another gold medal, and I'm going to prove all you haters and wrong. And I'm going to win a Stanley Cup, too. Just to, yeah. I'm going to go win four cups to Taves and Kane. Just make everyone mad. <laughs> <laughs> if they somehow win the cup, I swear to God. <laughs> the Seth Jones, the first one who gets the cup from Taves. Stop <laughs> it. No. <laughs> I will say one thing: if Bowman's on the cup and like Debrinket passes the Strom or something, that'd be pretty cool. Dude, if Bowman's watching it in jail, oh yes, thank you. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, dude. Please. By the way, best part about today, best take to come out of the day was that Traco's dude, the guy that was like, "Oh, don't wear a bike helmet." I don't get why people wear bike helmets if you don't know how to ride a bike. <laughs> Said the Hawks are Stanley Cup contenders and Bowman's GM of the year, and I was like, everyone just started quoting it. They were just like, "This is why you wear a bike helmet, kids. This is why you wear a bike helmet." <laughs> Oh my god. Dude, I, I just I like I was just dumbfounded. Oh my god. That's amazing. No, that's that's beautiful. I'm so glad that happened. <laughs> Thank you for telling me about that. Oh yeah, dude. It's cool. Just woof. Hmm. Okay. Oh, a lot of transactions have happened. We'll obviously we're doing the live stream tomorrow, we'll talk about them. But the one I do want to touch on, which Schmitty called by the way, the Alex Ovechkin extension. Five that, times, I just found out on my phone. Yeah, I I like, like I saw ago. it. I I saw it, but I didn't really pay attention to it just because like the Mark Andre Fleury trade. We were doing the interview earlier, so I was kind of busy, kind of had my hands full. But I only really kind of looked into it. And you know what? It's Alexander fucking Ovechkin. If you complain the term is too long, who cares? It's Alexander oh fucking. Ovechkin. He's worth every penny yeah. of that franchise. Yeah. Is, are, are there people complaining about that? Yes, of course. Probably, dude, yeah. I know anyone will find something to complain about. Oh my god, dude! Who? And that's an example. I swear to God, the Blackhawks to get Connor McDavid for free, and someone would still find a way to complain. <laughs> I mean, what are we yeah, gonna do about right. cap space? And that's an example of a franchise <laughs> that knows how to treat their generational talent, like Alexander Ovechkin and yeah, Nicholas Backstrom. They're both locked yeah. up long terms. Yeah, man, as they should be. And I saw this literal tweet. pillars of this franchise. I saw this tweet. If 
a score averages, I think, 33 goals, something yep. like that. In the next five seasons, he'll break Wayne Gretzky's goal record. Which, if you're Alex Ovechkin, that's entirely possible. I, I 100%. You have, like, that's there entirely times, possible. There are times where, like, and I know every hockey fan does this, where I'm just, like, sitting around watching highlights or something hockey involved, and I think to myself, can Ovechkin really do it? Like, please let him do it. God, that would be the best thing ever, wouldn't it? I think that's on his mind. I think he wants to do it. Oh, that's got to be. I I know. We all know that's the first thing on his mind. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. He wants. And he cup. might. And he sure might he be the he wants one, cup, but still, he might be the one player in the NHL that that would tell you that that's on his mind. Because you know there'd be other. Uh, if that was Connor McDavid or Sidney Crosby, they're saying, "Oh, now I just want to win another Stanley Cup or whatever." No, that's on Ovechkin. You no, know, we just start taking you know night by night, and uh, you know, it's uh, a fucking deep, and, uh, uh, full sixty, and uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, you know, at the end of the day, we don't really think about that. You know, just uh, keep uh, focus on keeping it in pucks and deep, and uh, yeah. No, he's thinking about that as he should, as he should. Well. I can't so, think of anything else to talk about unless you guys want to oh, bring some. I got something that Fridge just tweeted. Um, oh, so boy. they said, he says, what's Tampa Bay's history? Hedman, Kucherov, and Vasilevsky all extended one year before their contracts took a, those contracts took effect. Something to watch for tomorrow is Braden Point. One year remaining on his current deer, deal. Oh. I'm thinking he gets the same deal that Kucherov they're, and Vasilevsky They're going to, they're going to, he's, yeah, they're going to, and he's worth to be paid. Yep, and he deserves every stinking penny he's gonna get. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. If you pay him, even if you pay McDavid money, he's still worth it. I don't care. Yeah, he's great. literally. <laughs> Lightning fans saying you can't afford that. Oh, I guarantee you, thirty-one other teams will though. <laughs> thirty-one other teams can afford that. So you got to find a way to afford it. Yeah, exactly. Just they wait till will. Seattle pulls out the four first round pick offer sheet on Braden Point. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that would be something. Apparently you know, Elias doesn't match up with what uh, our franchise wants. So uh yeah, we're good. Speaking of offer sheets, apparently Vancouver's worried that uh Pedersen's gonna get offer sheeted. No, yeah, they're dude, trying to get him done tonight just because they're mm-hmm. afraid he at, if he gets to noon. I know they locked Garland up four times nine that's or a five good, times that's nine a good point. contract. That's a really good contract. Yeah, five times four point nine five I think. Uh that's a great deal. Man, dude, that Pedersen, they better lock Pedersen up, bro, because if they don't, I guarantee at least two teams are going to try something. And one of them's that stupid motherfucker that just drafted you-know-who. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, let's end it off here. Like, obviously, we could go on and on and talk about everything, but there's a live stream tomorrow where we'll be talking about all the transactions, all the signings, all the trades. God, just let there be an offer sheet. I don't care. I just want to see. I want to see chaos. How long is the show going to be tomorrow? Because I doubt, like, I don't know. To be honest, uh, I'll let you guys know though. All right. But, uh, yeah. Um. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I uh, hope y'all are doing well. Enjoy the rest of your day, and uh, be sure to check out our live stream tomorrow. Uh, you can check it out at my Twitch channel at Pi Pierce. I'll put a link, and uh, yeah, join us there.